Big Swinging Stocks acknowledges the traditional custodians of Australia's lands, skies and waterways and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is brought to you by SelfWealth and operates under AFSL number 421789 as general advice only. Because we can't take into account your personal objectives or financial situation, you should seek independent professional financial advice before making any investment decision. For more information and our financial disclosure statement, check the show notes. Craig did not diversify. It needs to be earned. My mum tried to do a budget with me once and I cried. You into crypto? ATM roulette and just hope money will come out. Money is meant to attain the lifestyle that I think I want. Male, pale, stale. It's apocalyptic, babes. Let's make this fun and social. Women want to see women investing. I was living paycheck to paycheck. How am I going to make rent? How am I going to pay the electricity bill? That's a bit effed. 19.4 million Australians invest, which is a pretty staggering number until you realise that of those 19.4 million, the average investor is a man in his 40s. But even so, the ASX found that there's almost a million of you out there who are planning to invest in the next 12 months. But that report was published in 2021, which begs the question, did you start? Maybe you're two years in and still don't know AMC from a GameStop. Perhaps you feel like the train is too far gone past the station to ask how on earth to invest. But luckily for you, we've got Molly Benjamin on the podcast this week to help answer that question and a whole lot more. Molly's an entrepreneur and co-founder, but I'm going to let herself introduce herself because she's fabulous. Molly, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Alex. And thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> Tell us about LFC. Yeah, absolutely. So I started LFC a number of years ago. I was living in London, living my best London life. Best single um, life. Traveling on the weekends. Yeah, mm-hmm. traveling on the weekends, Beautiful. partying, having a great time. But I was pretty much broke the whole time. Even though I had a good job, I was living paycheck to paycheck. And what I noticed were so were my girlfriends and so were a lot of the women I worked with. And I was working mm. for a bank at the time. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, and so I remember one weekend on a Sunday we were at my house and we were all like, oh, so broke. I'm so broke. Oh, my God, me too. And I was like, what is going on? Like I just met one of my guy mates earlier that day and he's like, I'm buying my first property. And I'm like, how is he buying his first property? And we can't Mm. even like, we're struggling to pay rent. Um, And it was really this moment where I was like, I want to do something. I want to do something about this. And the more I researched, the more I found that, you know, I was not alone. Women live longer, Mm. earn less, we're investing less as that stat also backs up. And what what it means is, um, we have way less control over our lives in retirement. And, and I'm sure you're familiar with this stat, but it just gives me goosebumps every time. The highest growing demographic of homelessness in Australia is single women over the age of 55. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I didn't want that for me. I didn't want it for my sisters. I didn't want it for my girlfriends. I didn't want it for any woman. Um, mm. And so I was like, well, let's start educating ourselves about this. But when I started looking, everything was like, mm. I call it male, pale, stale, and so blue, like everything was blue. And I'm like, this is painful. Yeah. Um, and it was all very kind of, yeah, skewed towards males. And I was like, mm. why is this so boring? Like we're getting in charge of our money. It should be fun. So I literally started running events in my living room with my girlfriends, would have pizza and wine, get someone we knew who worked in finance to break down. And I was in the UK at the time. So like, what is an ISA, which was just an individual savings account. It was a tax-free like free account. 
And we had so many questions and I was like, oh, this could get a bit awkward because we're talking about money and it wasn't at mm. all. So then started running events in London. We would sell out. Most of the people showing up worked in financial services. And I was like, right, there's something here. Let's make this fun and social. Like it shouldn't have to be boring and jargony. And um, that's kind of where it started. And now we've had over 25,000 women through our programs, that's our incredible. courses, our masterclasses. Yeah, we do corporate workshops. And yeah, we run a club in Australia. It's just helping women create a safe, well, creating a safe space for women where we can actually come and learn about this stuff for, because for yeah. many of us, and I'm, I'm sure you were the same, we didn't learn this at school. We didn't learn it at university. I did not study mm-hmm. finance. I'm not a financial advisor. But like I'm like, this is something we use every single day. We go out to work it. every yeah. day, and yet we don't know about to it earn this money. to a good enough degree. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. So that's kind of where it was born because I wanted to do something about this issue. And um, yeah, it's yeah, we're about to go on a like a roadshow around Australia. Um, we've just bought out a course on investing, and yeah, we're launching our podcast as well. So it's oh. great that we can um, reach so many women. Well, it's all very exciting, but clearly this was something that you were like felt called to. So I'm so curious to know a little bit about your money journey and your investment journey. Yeah. So I, I was very bad with money. Massive confession. Like same. I was like, money would come in and money would go out. It was like water through my little hands. It's like a tide. (laughs) (laughs) It was a tide and I was riding it hard. Um, So I remember in the corporate world, I started working for a bank um, and I got my first paycheck and I was just like, oh my God, payday, woo! Money is meant to be spent. So let's go Mm -hmm. spend this money that I've made. And for the first number of years, like, embarrassing so many years, I did not save a dollar, not a cent. And I was very rarely investing as well. My parents had tried Mm. to get me into investing at a very young age. And I kind of was like, I kind of get it. don't really get it. Mainly didn't Mm. get it. But yeah, I remember just kind of like, it wasn't until like I had a goal of like moving overseas and being like, okay, I need to start saving to get overseas um, that I was the first time I'd ever saved like a dollar. Like my mum tried to do a budget with me once and I cried. I literally cried. I was like, oh, I did because I saw where my money was going and I'm like, I'm wasting so much money on alcohol, going out, clothes and Mm. having a good time. Yeah. So it was not good with money but then, yeah, luckily had that moment but then moved to the UK and started doing all the bad habits again and um, it wasn't really until – I was kind of like, wait, yeah, this is a really stressful way to live. <laughs> like, it is. Feel, you think you're feel, enjoying it, but yeah. it's actually constant. Like, how am I going to make rent? How am I going to pay the electricity bill? Like, I don't want to have to be checking my bank account at the grocery store to see if oh I've got God. money for groceries. Yeah. I don't want to play ATM roulette and just hope money will come out of the ATM. Mm. Like, it was so stressful. And I think a lot of, like, not a lot, but there are um, some people out there who, you know, do still do that. Yeah. I think it's, it was for me, yeah. Having kind of having that, that moment where I was like, right, things need to change. Yeah. So was it, you know, we talk up, I've asked our guests like what their first investing memory was, but I'm so curious to know from you, what was the, the pivotal moment? Do you feel like it was that sitting around with your girlfriends who all worked in financial services and being like, we work in this industry and we don't understand it? Was that 
Did that, that really change been, things for you? Yeah. So one of the pivotal moments, and a lot of my girlfriends, they work in health as well. So the well, the women I was working with in the financial services, yeah, no idea about pensions, but my girlfriends working in the medical world, no idea either. But I remember being at work for this bank in London in Canary Wharf, and one of the girls, let's call her Julie. Her name was not Julie. Um, let's call her Julie. She said to me, I got a bonus. I said, amazing. What are you going to do with it? And she goes, I'm going to buy a new handbag. And I thought, right, that's a bit effed. Like surely there's something more like you don't even own property. You definitely don't invest. And I was just like, this just doesn't seem right. Like we're not educated on this because that seems like a very poor investment for someone. Mm -hmm. Like I've totally like treat yourself hundred percent, but not like Buy a Not a hundred percent. Treat yourself, especially when you don't have the basic financial foundation set up. And I knew yeah. she didn't, so that I know that for me was a bit of a turning point as well. And I still use her as like an avatar of who my customer is because I I was that person as well. But yeah, yeah. a lot of it is just not knowing what else to do with it. Like to your point around oh, money is meant to be spent. I think I felt piece. that way. Or for me, it was money is meant to attain the lifestyle that I think I want. Like I yeah. want to purchase the lifestyle that I saw my friends having when I was younger. And yeah. I was like, mm, you actually need to invest and save and get a really good job yeah. and then you can afford that lifestyle. But you can't flex it. It needs yeah. to be earned. I know. Yeah. Adulting is so much harder than people made out when we were kids. But also oh, we don't yeah. know what we don't scam. know. Yeah, <laughs> um, we don't know what we don't know. So, you know, people go, oh, I wish I'd started investing early. And I'm like, but if you didn't know and you didn't have parents telling you or yeah. friends telling you, and a lot of the time we, our money mindset is made up by the time we're seven years old. And if we weren't receiving good money messages from our parents, or maybe our parents were kind of mm. constantly in credit card debt, or, you know, they weren't sending us those kind of abundant and then, you know, actual lessons around money. How are we meant to know? Like I was yeah. just fortunate that my mum was very, she used to look after their household budget and she mm. would like, you know, they would talk, talk to us about it a lot more than other people. But still, like it was something that was done behind closed doors and it's it's so important that we talk to kids as well about money and oh, I couldn't things agree cost, more. cost money. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, for a lot of people, myself included, yourself included, investing was just sort of this like, behind the curtain kind of operation. Like we knew yeah. it existed. We knew people were doing it. We didn't yeah. know how, but I'm really curious. There's, I've talked about the ASX reports. There's 900,000 Australians that want to start investing. And I yeah. always get DMs from people being like, I really want to start, but I don't yeah. know. I'm too scared. I'm yeah. not sure what to do. What do you think is actually putting people off, especially women? Why the hesitance? Well, I think the education piece is a big part. Like mm. we just don't know how to do it because no one's told us. But I think there's also that point where you just have to start educating yourself. You have to start mm. you know, listening to the podcast. You have to start reading the books. It's unfortunately not an, there's not like an easy solution. There are lots of easy solutions out there as far as like, you know, it's never been easier for people to actually invest with mm. different online brokers like Self Wealth and whatnot. Um, but it's the education piece and women like to be really confident um, before they yeah. try something. And so I think that can definitely be a blocker. As you said as well, scared. I think a lot of us think investing is putting all your money into one company and hoping for the mm. best. That to me is not investing. Um, so, you know, when we can educate women about index funds and, you know, spreading your money across 
hundreds of companies, but you don't have to pick mm. those hundreds of companies. Those products already exist. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's a big piece. Um, we can also hear a lot of like, I know I always, I, I use this story. I went on a date with this guy called Craig and Craig, um, I said, oh, because I always bring up investing because I'm cool like Of course, that. Like, same. Yeah, First date I questions. I mean, it comes up pretty Grill him. Early. Grill him. You into crypto? It comes <laughs> what up pretty What percentage of your net worth? <laughs> it comes up what pretty did Craig easily say, for me. Molly? Yeah. So Craig, I was like, do you invest, Craig? And he was like, nah, I invested once, lost all my money, never again. And I was like, oh. oh. And I was like, did you invest all your money into one? company he's like yeah mm. I said and, and it was a penny stock wasn't it it was yeah, like some sort of like, two cent yes yeah. of course it was and I was like oh who told you about that company he's like oh mate's mate who worked in finance <sighs> and I was like cool Jesus. and um did that company go bust and he's like yeah and I'm like Craig did not diversify um but yeah I'm like <laughs> learn from Craig for LFC, honestly <laughs> honestly honestly <laughs> that's where I get all my good stories from my yeah. life um, <laughs> but yeah so I think like not understanding the confidence, um, no. big education piece. But I also think for some women, like we got a lot to lose. Like we're already at um, a disadvantage. We So that's why we always say like it's so important to have an emergency fund, like a cash mm. buffer sitting there because if yep. you've got a cash buffer sitting there, that's when you can afford to invest. And if you, you know, with your goals, if you've got goals which are, you know, three plus years away, that's when you can look at investing that money but you still know you've got cash there. So, you know, mm. if something happens and, you know, your child gets sick or you lose your job, you know, that money is there as your safety net. You don't have to touch your investment money. Yeah. But there's, yeah, there's there's lots of different reasons. But a big one I'll say, like, for people listening who are feeling scared or fearful, like, you know, as soon as you learn about diversification, you actually see, you know, sometimes and you look at how history shows that the market always goes up Someone was like, what if I put my money into like an ASX 300 ETF and it goes down? And I'm like, that means 300 of the top companies in Australia have crashed. We've got bigger issues at hand. I'm like, it's just like, you That's know. what I say. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like it's so apocalyptic, really, babes. You're going to yeah. be storing water and prepping. You're not going to be worried about your shares. Like, yeah. It's going to and, and we, we preach this as well, you know, investing isn't about day trading. It's about mm. a long-term, boring, plain Jane, very unsexy, very unwolf of Wall Street approach. Yeah. yeah. The other aspect to the fear factor that I would raise is how important representation is. And I mm. think what you're doing is so vital. Women want to see women investing yeah. before women feel like they can invest. And I think LFC is such a great example of empowering women through what is quite an incredibly wonderful and warm and inviting community. And you've just launched an investing course. Because I wanted to ask you, like, what do you recommend people do to get started? And you mentioned books and podcasts, but I want to talk about the course. Yeah. Why did you launch a course and what does it try to do? Yeah. So I totally agree. There's not enough female role models. Like, you know, when we say name finance, like uh, role models, everyone can name like the Warren Buffetts and the Charlie Monks and like, there's so many men, but there's very few. And I think it's Kathy Kathy Wood. Um, yeah, a box. Like, well, that's, that's it. Like I'm sure there's, the a, there's tons of other women, yeah, but they're not as high other, profile. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, and in Australia, there's amazing Effie, Mel Brown. Um, yeah, but it's there's few and far between. Um, yeah, so our investing course. So I literally just got asked how to invest so many times. 
So I was like, okay, let's let's create a course on this. So I um, teamed up with Danny Akulie. She wrote the book series Shareplicity. And I said, how about we take some of these really important investing concepts, put them into mm. a course? Because I know for me, like I struggle with reading books because of time. And so yeah. we, we created just like these kind of fun video courses, great analogies. Um, and yeah, it's just a, it's a really nice starting point. And I do really believe that if you kind of do that course, you will feel confident about making your mm. first trade. And what I wanted to do was, because I think as well with the box when it comes to women and investing, yeah, they'll get the concepts, but they're like, how do I do the thing? Like, how do I put through yeah. the trade? So I get six different broker platforms and I actually step them by step by step how to actually place a trade so good. on it because I'm yeah. like that's what I needed when I started and when mm. you see the inside of these different brokers as well like you're like oh okay that's what that looks like oh yeah yeah very similar some are a bit more user-friendly than the others self-wealth mm. is great we love self-wealth mm. and that kind of like seeing inside the matrix seeing inside the Pandora's box people are like yes. oh it's just like ASOS, like I could do this in my sleep, which totally. we love. We love that. I know. And we were saying about it on an earlier podcast, um, just about the share registry as well. Like mm. when you know how to do it, you're like, oh, that was really, really easy. Yeah. It's just but like it's, I need, when I need it's some an unknown things. unknown. Yeah. You're like, exactly. what do I do? But that's yeah. okay because I think we're starting to see more women in, in the field, which is uh, great. Like professional investors. Yeah. We're also starting to see more women talking about their own money online, which I love because mm. it helps people realize, oh, like everyday people do this. Like it's not a rich people thing. It's just like, you know, Alex does it and Molly does it and Tash does it. And how good that they're all in different stages of their life doing different things and they're all investing. We're going to quickly wrap the pod with some rapid fire questions. Um, These are just like personal, you know, like you can, you can give me a bit of an explanation if you want. I was going to say, do you want just like a yes, no, or like, do you want a bit of an expo as well? Well, you know, if you feel particularly compelled to justify yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Crypto or bonds? Oh, can I do neither? Um, Bonds. Not at the moment. You can, you can. Uh, Individual companies or ETFs? ETFs, baby. Mm. Love an ETF. Investing domestically or investing internationally? Well, since Australia makes up less than 2% of the global markets, I'm going to go internationally on that one. That's a a good one. Mm. Uh, Dog or cat? This is the real hard thing. Yes, dog. Dog. Don't even need to think about it. 100% dog, obviously. obsessed. And you have the cutest dog too. Everyone should go follow Molly on your personal Instagram, which I think is Molly... Benjamin? Yeah, Miss Molly Benjamin. Miss yeah. Molly There's Benjamin. There's a lot of and dogs see her cute doggy. We're actually looking after a friend's dog at the moment. Oh. He's so cute. Reggie, love him. You might catch him on stories mm-hmm. if you go follow her. Definitely will. Um, <laughs> audiobook or physical book? Oh, audiobook. Love it. Yeah, same. Yeah. I used to love it when I was on the train in the mornings yes. going to work. I know. It's now just we- so peaceful. Yeah. And you can like people watch. And yeah, yeah 100% audiobooks. If anyone's scared of investing, go get the book in audiobook format yeah. and have the author gently and enthusiastically encourage you to invest. There's nothing more like empowering than when someone who wrote the book is like, just do it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, Nike it. Yeah. And also a great (laughs) tip for people who don't want to spend money on audiobooks, borrow box. Do you know about borrow box? Oh, is this like the library version? Yeah, where, so you yes, can literally get I free audiobooks. You just download the – you've got to have a library card, but it's free to mm. get a library card. you just got to go to your local library. And then you can go onto BorrowBox and download free audiobooks. Like, See, woo-hoo. money hacks from Molly Benjamin, everyone. Yeah, go and get BorrowBox. Go get BorrowBox. 
If people want more money hacks or just more Molly, because yeah. I know I want more Molly content oh, and you don't post on your stories <laughs> nearly enough. I need like constant updates. People can get in touch with you at Miss Molly Benjamin, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. if they want to sign up to your course or get involved yeah. with LFC or any of your, like the masterclasses in particular, are pretty good deep dives on like specific topics. Yeah. How do people get in touch with you? Yeah, so they can head over to um, ladiesfinanceclub.com, follow us on the gram at Ladies Finance Club, or we have a very healthy Facebook group with 11,000 women in it, and that's Ladies Finance Club Money Chat. So that's just a really nice community where you can ask those questions. There's so many helpful people on there, and it's a really positive community. So hopefully we're going to change that 900,000 that want to invest to zero because everyone's going to become an investor. Molly... Thank you so much for coming on the pod. All the best with the course. I love to see it. I'm so excited for everyone that's going to come out of it and become an investor for the first time. And all the best to you moving forward. Thank you so much. And thank you also for all the amazing work you do educating women on your platform. I love following you. It's just a little love bubble this morning. (laughs) Thanks for hanging with us, everyone. And we'll see you next week. 